This is Bill McMinn from Makeable Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMinn, Eric Barfell, talking today about maturity, actually. Indeed, yeah. So that's one thing, the, the opening story, as far as way of illustration, I, that I, the way that I think about it, I planted trees, a lot of them, some have been there seven years, mm-hmm. some I just planted this last, really, winter, and so they're not going to do much, these trees. They're, they're not very big, there's not going to be a lot of birds in them, they're, they're not going to really produce shade. Yeah, right, right. You're going to sit around and kind of wait for them to do something. Then I put in a bunch of blueberry bushes, and they're little... Yep. <laughs> I was looking at them yep. the other day. They're a couple feet off the ground. I don't really think I'm going to get many blueberries off those this year. <laughs> yeah, no. But when they mature, as they mature, they're going to produce more, and I expect to get a lot more out of the The two trees I planted seven years ago, there will be so many birds in the winter waiting for their turn to come to the bird feeder. It looks like ornaments on oh. a Christmas tree. <laughs> so there, to me, and, and we sat last summer, and we had shit. They're actually shady. Huh. So the first years nice. we were there, I mean, it'd be what, like – shade the size of this table it's not, right, right. not much shade but now i mean they provide ample shade because they've matured and i think of us maturing as christians yeah there's a time where yeah we're not really probably yeah. producing much right, we're not right. really serving much we're not helping much so uh-huh. it takes time to over time we want to see that change go from a consumer to a producer mm-hmm. is the way that i like to look at it on our uh, uh kitchen sink the windowsill right above our kitchen sink there's two little like potted plants like real small little pots put some dirt in it i don't know what kind of seeds are in it bethany waters them every day it's been there for a, almost a full year now if not more the one has a little tiny shoot it's no wider than a toothpick right. couple, like maybe three leaves on the whole thing okay a year whatever <laughs> the other one zero growth ever i don't know like did we actually put a seed in this thing because right. nothing has appeared she waters that thing every day <laughs> and still nothing. I would say I'd be she's, done with that she's one. She's clinging to hope. Right. That, yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there's mold growing around the inside. She's like, I'm just going to keep watering it. Like, you're just growing mold in this, like, right. petri dish of a of a pot. Right <laughs> Chances now. are the seed's been dead for ages. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, I was like. Because if it doesn't do something, it's just not going to do something. Uh-huh. You know, like, it comes to that point. But for us, I want to look at maturity. And the first thing that I would say is, it's just not about you. And part of life is realizing mm-hmm. it's not about me to me. Immaturity would be, it's all yeah. about me. Look yeah. at me. I'm about me. I want to talk mm-hmm. about me. It's not, it's just totally selfishness where I look at maturity. Somebody seasoned, good leader, good servant. Right. They're right. just helping people. Yeah. No. And I think about Paul's words in, uh, was it the Corinthians? He says, you know, when I was a child, I thought like a child, I acted like a child, I reasoned like one. But when I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. Right. And like, that's to me, that's just like this shining sentence of growing up right. and maturing. Hey, this is the stuff I used to do when I was a child, when I right. was immature, but I grew up. Right. And unfortunately, or it maturity should be something in our spiritual walk. We should grow to maturity. So right. we should, as Christians, like, you know, strive for and grow towards also, like socially and just in your life, yeah, you should also mature. Unfortunately, yeah, sometimes. Well, <laughs> not so sure everybody does. So some people are locked into their teenage years. I think even as yeah. adults, and you just don't see them progressing. To say e- even in that consideration, to yeah, think right, about right. other people. And that's the first one I want to talk about in Philippians two, three through four. 
do nothing out of selfish ambition or being conceited, rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And I would say that as a man, as a husband, mm-hmm. probably, I, I would say a, a strong difference between me now and when I was first married would be the concept of consideration. Yeah, absolutely. It's just being totally, you know, wanting to be considerate of your spouse. Mm-hmm. Even in recent years of when I get done, I want to run on Mondays. The trash cans are going to be empty. I'm rolling them up. I've told Jerry recently, like, I never want you rolling a trash can in the winter. Mm-hmm. I don't want you having to come out here. Well, I'll take care of the trash cans. You know, I, I'll do it all year, but she doesn't mind being right, outside right. nice weather. But I'll roll them up. I'll take mm-hmm. care of it. I don't even want you to have to think about that. And to me, that's just kind of the growing up aspects of life. And even on your own side of the room on, Hey, I'm going to keep all my stuff picked up. I don't want this to fall to you. You yeah, want to right, be right. considerate yep. of your spouse. Yeah. Where yeah. I would say I was, I wouldn't say I was ever like sold out selfish, but yeah, I was definitely, I think more selfish than mm-hmm. what I would be now. Now I'm not worried. No, what, what do you, what do you yeah. need? Right. Yeah, and, and, and that kind of change, that interpersonal change, like that takes time. Right. It's not an overnight fix. But, at, and I, I think marriage is a great um, example of that. Like, because your life up until then, I mean, you kind of live it for yourself because it's just you. You're the only one you have to right. care for. You don't watch out for it, blah, blah, blah. You, you know what I'm saying? So when you get married, it's like, oh, no, like we've entered into this covenant relationship where I, I am responsible for you. It's not just me. It's us, right? right. So, no, I, I think that is also a big turning point. I think that's where probably a lot of fights and arguments also stem from is that is that selfish ambition and vain conceit and just that lack of consideration of, of your spouse and right. your partner. Um, but again, it takes time. Right. It's not an overnight fix. Growing plants and everything, it, it's, it's a long-term thing growing towards spiritual maturity. Right. I think too, even being considerate of people and being helpful or trying mm-hmm. to be around or, Hey, is my life, am I helping others? Or is it just, I want people helping me, you know, yeah. just being considerate too of how, well, how's this going to affect somebody else? If we do this schedules, so things like that, even right. when you're right. in church schedule, well, I want to be considerate of this yeah. group. I want to be considerate of this group. Mm-hmm. So here's, here's what we need to do. Or different times, if you have something going on, yeah, I want to be considerate of your schedule, not just think about my schedule, if that makes sense. So yeah. I think that consideration yeah. is huge. Then here's a really good verses in Romans 14 starting with verse 13, and I would encourage you to read the whole chapter of Romans 14. It's very good on not judging people, understanding that there's differences in Christianity on some of these gray issues mm-hmm. that are, are debatable matters, and so we can't be you know, getting on people's cases. But on the other hand, we do have to be considerate. It says, therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put a stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. And think about our ministry with Celebrate Recovery and what an important, these people are coming out of alcoholism, opiate addiction, drug addiction, uh, all kinds of different also hurts, habits, hagups. You, I don't ever want to do anything that's going to encourage these people to be going back into things that would be harmful mm-hmm. for them. Right? Yeah, right, right. So it's a don't make them stumble. I'm convinced being fully persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in and of itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for that person, it is unclean. If your brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you're no longer acting in love. Do not by your eating destroy someone for whom Christ died. And I believe sometimes in Christianity, there's a mentality, well, I have Christian freedom. I can do what I want. Yes. 
but I, I also have to look out for you. And the same concept is true in freedom. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm free to turn up my music as loud as I want to, but not not without right. considering my neighbors, right. not keeping them up through the middle of the night. Right. I can't do things that mm-hmm. are going to be harmful to them. So I can go out in my backyard and shoot my gun. I shouldn't be doing it at three in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. going out there and target practice and not being considerate of my neighbors and things like that. Then he goes on to say, therefore, do not let what you know is good to be spoken of as evil. So in other words, you might think something's okay, but if everyone else is speaking of it as evil, then you got to take a step back and reconsider that. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And I really like that. Listen, it's not about you having your own way. It's not about what you eat. It's not about what you drink. What it is about is this, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And what Mm -hmm. am I doing to produce that? And I'm not going to be producing it if I'm not considerate of other people. Right, right. I just had a conversation with uh, some students this last week, actually, talking about um, who you represent. It's like, hey, man, the way you talk, your actions, the choices you make, it's not just you. The choices you make are going to affect the people around you, yeah. But also, when you go to school every day, you represent like your mom and dad, right? Represent your younger sister. And I mean, I had older siblings. I have two older siblings who obviously went before me. So like teachers knew who they were. So for me, they were super smart. Both are in the healthcare field. It was like huge shoes to fill. Right. But it was like great representation. They were a great reflection of like our family kind right. of thing. Um, so I'm like, so I'm talking to these students. I'm like, Hey, if you're going to wear an Eagleville youth shirt, you're representing our youth group. As a Christian, you're also representing God. Right. So, you know, when you're doing these choices and actions, whatever you're doing, whatever you're being taken part in, for better or for worse, like, you're representing. Look who you're representing. Right. All these individuals, all these groups. Like, you got to think about that. Because well, right. it's not just you. Agreed. I mean, we're all tied together. You know, and what we do as a staff, but then the whole church as at large I mean, what one person does is going to mm-hmm. affect the reputation of the church right, if they're doing exactly. something they shouldn't be doing. And I might be, I could also do things that I shouldn't, I'm not, mm-hmm. not doing things I shouldn't be doing, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> but I have to consider it actually, like, let's throw a big one out there, like cheating on your spouse. Well, man, if I did that and I've had an affair mm-hmm. and decided to be selfish and just go sleep with another woman, well, that's going to affect not only my wife, it affects the church, mm-hmm. it affects everyone else, it affects right. reputation. It affects- it's not just a personal choice no, where you're no. you're free to do. Right. No. And, and he, that wouldn't even be a debatable issue. So that's not even yeah. one that's debatable. But there are other things I'm not going to do either. They're like involve myself in politics and I'm not going to involve myself in politics online because I know that no matter what position I take, mm-hmm. it's going to cause a lot of consternation for others. I'm here to represent Jesus Christ, right, not right. to represent a political party. Right. So yep. I try to lay low on that kind of stuff. Now, if there's a biblical issue, I don't mind addressing that, like pro-life. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mind addressing that one because to me, that's a biblical issue, mm-hmm. right, wrong, black, white. So I, I'll do that. But other stuff, I'm like, you know, I don't need to say that. I don't need to involve myself there. I know it's going to cause a lot of problems and out of consideration for everyone else and Christ's testimony. There's certain mm-hmm. things I just don't post. Yeah. I mean, like what my vote is, let's say. Sure, I don't sure. I don't need to, to talk about that or every place I go or if I did trespass, let's say, on a property, taking pictures of myself by the no trespassing sign and laughing about it. You know, it's just go take your pictures. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And by the way, you're like trespassing. 
trust me, and you're going to certain falls out here along these rivers, you're starting on park property, then you're off park property, then you're on park, park property. And then by the time they're asking you about it, Hey, Bill, where was that? Was it on our property? You're like, I have no idea <laughs> anymore because you were, I've, I've went on this one hike one time. Hey, you're on Lake Metro parks property. Then you're yeah. on private property. And then you're on Lake Metro parks property. Then private. Then by the time you get there, you don't even know whose property you're on anymore because there are so many weird right, little right. boundaries. So it's not like what you huh. think like, Oh yeah, he's just trespassing people's property and jumping their fences. No, it's not like that. It's just when you're out in the woods and you're traveling a certain number of miles along, there's probably somebody's property you're, you're mm. working on. But let's say if there was a sign there, I'm not going to do stuff that I think is going to cause trouble. Even, even this Eric, at Christmas time, let's say if I, I'm a big Santa, you know, when it comes to Christmas, I love giving my kids and wife gifts. I do not put that online. Like I just don't add a consideration yeah, right, for right. maybe somebody Christmas, a little slimmer, whatever, you know, I, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, we, when my wife bought a, another car and I had no problem with people posting, they got a new car type. I posted nothing about mm-hmm. it. I just felt it just out of a simple consideration for everybody. Right. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to post that. Yeah. She needed a car. Her car was 10 years old. We got a car. It's not like having a grandkid. My grandkid, I'm going to post all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cars, I don't need to. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta think about that. You gotta think about how this is going to affect other people. We got to think about who you represent and is it going to, um, build up the kingdom of God or is it going right. to build up, you know, your own ego? You gotta, you gotta weigh those out. <laughs> I agree. So it's not about you being considerate. And then I would say serving others. Like if I was looking at something that's, you know, what, what is an indicator of somebody's mature? I would say they're serving others. It says in Ephesians 4, 12 through 17, equip his people for the works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. And that's God's concern. He wants the body mm-hmm. built up until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the son of God and become mature. And there's that word mature. You know, God wants us to be mature in our faith, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by Mm -hmm. every wind of treachery and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. And instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect, the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ from him. The whole body joined, held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does the work. And part of that is speaking the truth in love, but part of that is everyone is involved. And and I like that kind of concept. Every part of the body is building up. We're never tearing mm-hmm. down the body. Yeah, right. We're not doing right. things that are going to tear down. We're not going to do things that give Christ a black eye or the church a black eye. You know, we're doing things mm-hmm. that are building others up. We're not thinking about ourselves. What, right. What's the big picture, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, I was talking to students about this um, earlier this year, about a month ago. Like, the best way to strengthen the whole body is to strengthen the individual. Right. Like, if you're maturing as a as a believer, I mean, you got to be in the Word. Right. You, yeah, knowledge. Yeah, faith. Yeah, service. Like, you got to be doing this. That's how the whole gets better is the individuals doing the right. work, putting in the time. Spending time in prayer, spending time in worship, spending time in the word, knowing more about God, learning, just getting to know God, working on your personal relationship with God. It's got to, you got to start there and that's, you strengthen that. Then we strengthen together as a whole. That's how it works. Right. No, I agree a hundred percent. I think that the word of God is so important because there's so many different thoughts and notions out there today. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I was just talking to someone the other day, and I was thinking how much the Bible, if they were just, even in 1 Corinthians, uh, different passages I was thinking of in light of some of the questions that they had or beliefs they mm-hmm. held or didn't hold, I'm like, man, the Bible would just sort so much of that out for you. If you just sit there, you get into it, you read it, it helps to ground you because the Bible doesn't want us to be that infant tossed to and right. fro. Where, right. And this is where I think, too, you see some immaturity, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, mentally, right. maybe. Right. It's just back and forth all the time. Yep. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. A solid person is more mm-hmm. directed. And you and I've talked about it, even as leaders, steady hand. Yeah. Just have a steady hand yeah. on the helm. Don't be too reactionary. Like, I think you can react in your heart to things, or mm-hmm. maybe I'll react to something before I'm going to actually have a conver- hard conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might talk to you guys, you know, about it, you know, my yeah. fellow staff yeah. members and kind of roll through it mm-hmm. and think about it, but I don't want to just boom. Yeah. Make an action yeah. as soon as I see something. I want to reason. Yeah. I want to think about it. Mm-hmm. To me, that's part of maturity because you're not just getting tossed around. And you're yeah. also not going to be doing things because somebody else is doing it. Like my wife will sometimes say, that person is such a bad influence on them. I said, let me tell you something right now. Not that I disagree with her, but I'm like, everyone's making their own choices. Mm-hmm. If, if somebody's an influence on someone to do something they shouldn't be doing and they jump in and do it, that's on them too. Yeah, right, right. Because no matter what the influence is, we still make our own yep. decisions. Like yeah. we still have to be big boy, big girl yep. enough to say, mm-hmm. that's just not what I'm going to do. Yeah, right. That's maturity right. too. It's like, you know what you believe, you know where you're at. No one's going to push you around. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're reading this book uh, with young adults on the same topic of spiritual maturity. And one of the examples they give is just a, a ship anchored. It's like, well, if you're anchored, you're not going to drift away right? in time. If that's a few minutes, you know, every choice you're, right. you're talking about, you know, the waves of the sea blown and tossed. It's just, no, if you're, if you're anchored, you're, you're set. You're right. not, you know, you're not drifting away. You're right. not losing it because you're anchored because you're anchored into the word of God and uh, the other example it gives, or the next chapter where we just read, was um, the parable of the vine dresser. I'm the vine, you are the branches. He is the vine, mm-hmm. we are the branches, I right. should say. And, and like abiding in Christ. Right. Making that daily choice to, to pursue God's word. Spend right. time with God instead of like going every which way that the world is going. And it's, it's different every day. Right. Right. So you opinions feelings thoughts it all it changes so much i mean that's why god's word is such a constant we need to be anchored to that i've uh seen some of the anchors on the great lake ship Mm -hmm. the chains yeah the chains that hold the anchor Mm -hmm. like no joke no it's not going anywhere there it's not going anywhere like it's absolutely huge and solid but part of the analogy too with the waves Mm -hmm. and the water is like that little kid when you're a kid in the ocean man, you can get really tumbled by waves oh, a yeah. lot easier. Oh, when you get goodness. to be as an adult, you have more weight, more body mass. You can stand mm-hmm. against the waves easier. But when you're a kid, the waves are just having oh, their yeah. way. And we've all seen oh, a little kid goodness. somewhere at the ocean or lake get wiped out by a wave because they just didn't, they weren't solid enough. And mm-hmm. where we get bigger, spiritually speaking, we learn more. We have, we're more grounded in the word of God. We're yeah. not just flying. Every time someone talks to us, it sounds like a great idea because we're yeah, going to know, right. but that's not what the Bible says. Because that's right. not what the Bible says. That's not the way I'm going. Yep. No, it's no. And that's why growing towards spiritual maturity, like having that goal, being in the word, you know, reading the Bible, like is vitally important. 
I mean, to me, you got to be growing. No, I, well, I would agree. And I think to me, when I think about my own spiritual maturity, that's Bible reading and praying. Mm-hmm. I can't be spiritually mature without doing those things. Absolutely. Like I need God's help. I need to rely. I need to let him know mm-hmm. that I'm not trying to run out here and do everything on my own right. too. So, I right. mean, that's part of my maturity. But as I've grown, again, just that consideration, serving others, that's part of growth. And if you're not serving others, if you're not considerate of others, you got to check yourself because part of maturity is certainly that. We hope you all have an awesome week of praying, of growing, of reading your Bible. You guys be blessed.